This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. 9.19 a.m. You're listening to The Morning Run with Shazana, Phil and Anwar. Let's get a quick update at the FBM KLCI. How is it looking like? Still in the red? Still in the red. It's down 0.26%, trading at 1,495. Okay. Still not quite at 1,500, but very, very close to it. Just at the precipice of it. Okay, let's turn our attention to sectors uh, that could see a recovery this year. And analysts have predicted that the technology sector is going to be one of them, but it will only recover in the second half of 2024, driven by the increase in demand for memory and integrated circuits, especially in the Americas and Asia Pacific. The sector's delayed recovery is due to the weak 2023 performance on the back of hawkish US Fed decision to tame inflation, industry-wide inventory adjustments and geopolitical conflicts, among others, all softening demand. Meanwhile, the local te- telecommunications sector is expected to face some challenges this year due to uncertainty pertaining to the phase transition to dual 5G networks. Now, the sector ended weaker in 2023 over lingering 5G regulatory uncertainties and lacklustre earnings. So how would these two sectors fare this year? For some thoughts on this, we speak to Tan Jae Young, Senior Analyst with Hong Leong Investment Bank. Jae Young, good morning. Always good to have you. So the technology sector did poorly in 2023 with weak semiconductor sales, but is recovery in sight for 2024? What do you make of the order book and is there better visibility ahead for all the segments? We think it is still too early to tell. We think 4Q will likely be a seasonally stronger quarter, but coming to 1Q, the sector is likely to be weaker due to lesser working days in conjunction of long festive holidays. In terms of segments, we think high-performance computing demand is predicted to experience strong recovery as global tech players rush to develop their artificial intelligence capabilities. Automotive is no longer expected to be the main growth driver for the tech sector, and demand is impacted by high interest rate environment and weak consumer sentiment. Orders for consumer-centric, such as PC and smartphone segments, are still expected to ease as demand was pulled forward during pandemic and impacted by inflationary pressures. In terms of the Malaysian-listed tech players, was the weak global trend also reflected in their earnings for 2023, unlike the tech-heavy Nasdaq, which enjoyed a rally? Absolutely. Majority local Tech players are in the lower end of the supply chain, thus impacted by the weak global trend. On the other hand, the rally in Nasdaq was more concentrated in artificial intelligence uh, team, while Malaysian players have limited exposure to AI, thus we did not enjoy the same fate. Now with that, what then is your call for the Malaysian technology sector in 2024? Or is the key here picking the right segment within the space? We maintain neutral on the sector. We stay cautious on the sector based on the unfavorable fundamentals in the short to midterm, as well as stocks, relatively high valuations compared to regional peers. In order of of preference, we like the players in the application space, uh, followed by those with exposures in Foundry and OSET, and lastly, those in SBE and ATE space. What then would be your top tech picks for 2024 and why? Our topics for the sector are IT Max and SMRT. We have a buy call on SMIT Max with a TP of two ringgit and eight cents. We believe that this homegrown smart city integrated system and solution provider is a compelling case given its multi-year growth potential on the back of solid order and tender books. We also like its business model, which is recession-proof, creates stickiness, 
recurrent revenue stream provides assurance of continuing top line and moderates some of the lumpy nature revenue of its project-based business. As for SMRT, we have a buy call with TP of one ringgit and 38 cent. Considering the substantial earnings potential arising from the utility and financial services sectors, coupled with the growing recurring earnings base, we find SMRT's current uh, valuation is very undemanding, making it a compelling case. The proliferation of managed sites post-deployment will lead to a steady growth in the recurring income base. Now, turning our attention to the telco space, can you give us an update on 5G? Rollout of coverage is likely at 80% of population, which is high. But why is take-up weak? Where will demand come from? Of course, in phase one, which will be under single wholesale network, DMB as entity A will continue to roll out 5G network until 80% population coverage is achieved by end of 2023. Phase two under dual wholesale network will begin as early as January 2024, where entity B will be created to build the second 5G network to prevent DMB's monopoly and single point of failure. On 1st of December 2023, five MNOs, namely Cellcom DG Maxis, New Mobile TM and YTL, have executed share subscription agreements to take up equity stakes in DNB. Does SSAs give effect to the MNOs collective subscription subject to satisfactory due diligence of 70% equity or 14% each in DNB, with the government retaining the remaining 30% and holding a special share? The signing of the SSAs will see each MNO injecting approximately 233 million, which will be utilized to meet DNB's funding requirements. While policies and strategies are being formulated to migrate from SWN to DWN. Uh, as for the weak take up rate on 5G, we see several uh, reasons. Firstly, is the additional charges for 5G. Secondly, I, we think that the affordable range for 5G phones is not widely available yet. As well, lastly, uh, we don't see much difference in terms of user experience compared to 4G for normal usage. Uh, 5G is mainly for commercial use uh, by corporates and enterprises, such as Internet of Things, uh, EV, drones, VR, AR, and etc. So we think um, demand coming from the commercial space will dominate in the 5G. For a population size of just 32 million, do we really need another 5G network and who might participate? Of course, technology will need to move forward in the telco space. Uh, as in terms of participation, as mentioned earlier, with um, 5G is mainly for commercial use. We think that usage will be widely uh, adopted by the corporates and enterprises in various uh, applications. What would be your call for the sector, uh, given that uh, average revenue per user or ARPU has been on a downtrend for years now? We maintain neutral and reiterate our emphasis on fixed over mobile as they are the prime beneficiaries in broadband 5G infrastructure in deployment. Jay Young, your top picks for the sector and why? Yeah, we have only one topic in the sector, which is TM. We have a buy call on the um, with the target price of seven ringgit eighteen cents. We are particularly positive on its cost optimization measures, which now yielding an impactful outcome. 
leveraging on its extensive fiber reach, TM is perceived to be the critical fundamental building block of government's 5G rollout under my digital initiative. Furthermore, TM is well positioned as the sole Malaysian cloud service provider when sovereignty is the utmost important in dealing with government's data. Jay Young, thanks as always for the chat. That was Tan Jay Young, Senior Analyst with Hong Leong Investment Bank, giving us his take on the telecommunications and also technology sector in Malaysia for the coming year. That's right. On tech sector, I think he was from, um, recommending IT Max and SMRT. For telco, only one recommendation, uh, TM, trading now at 574. But he's not alone in making the recommendation. Uh, you can see from the analyst recommendations, 18 buys, one hold and only two sells. Consensus 12-month target price, 649 He was neutral on both sectors, so it doesn't look like it's going to be like one of those boom years uh, for these sectors yeah. this year. But you never know, it's still early days in 2024, right? Interestingly, like even when they were talking about the AI sector, they thought, okay, 2023 was the enablers, but it's 2024, the adopters of AI. But are we seeing those uh, you know, also reflected in Malaysia? All right, time will tell. It is 9.28 a.m. We're going to be heading into the 9.30 a.m. News Bulletin. But first, we have a message for you. In our digital first world, adopting the right technology is essential for businesses to compete and thrive. Advancements in 5G, cloud computing and data analytics can significantly impact business operations, helping businesses adapt to changing consumer demands and opening new avenues for revenue. Tune in to Tech Talk tomorrow at 11 a.m. with Pratik Prashini, the Chief Enterprise Business Officer of Maxis Business, as he shares how to leverage technology to scale and grow your business. All right, we are heading into the 9.30 a.m. News Bulletin, and after that, we have the Property Show, where Keith Kam will be speaking to Samuel Tan, Executive Director of KGV International Property Consultants Johor on the state's property sector. Stay tuned to BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.